Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are taking a deeper dive into female sexual dysfunction and taking a look at anorgasmia or the inability to orgasm. By the end of this episode, you are going to have a better understanding as to why some women struggle to orgasm. This is the third episode in learning about the sexual response cycle. Before we get started today, I have a special offer for you. I have created the ultimate guide to foreplay with hot tips and tricks to spice it up. Get your copy today by going to foreplay.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. Hope you enjoy my bonus gift to you. You can also find the link in the bio. So let's dive in. Think back to the last time you went and saw your gynecologist or had your yearly female exam. Did they ask you if you've achieved orgasm regularly or if you are achieving orgasm regularly? Was that one of the questions they asked? Now, I know that that's a really hard question to ask as a provider. It's awkward. Let's be honest. It's awkward for us. It's awkward for you. But It's an important question that needs to be asked. And if we're not asking, then um, it it helps if you let us know if that is something that's going on for you, if you're struggling with orgasms. So what is anorgasmia? It is a type of female sexual dysfunction where a person cannot achieve orgasm or is regularly having difficulty reaching orgasm despite adequate stimulation. Now, both men and women can be affected by this. However, it is more common in women, especially young women. And since this podcast is all about women, we're focusing on women here. So about 10% of women in the U.S. have never had an orgasm. Yeah, 10%. Okay. Now, anorgasmia affects about 10 to 42% of women throughout the course of their lifetime. There are a couple different classes of anorgasmia. So the first is lifelong orgasmia, which means you've never had an orgasm in your life. Then there is acquired anorgasmia, which means you used to have orgasms, but now you have difficulty reaching climax. Then there is situational orgasmia, where you're able to achieve orgasm in certain circumstances, such as only with oral sex or masturbation, or only in certain positions, or even only with certain partners. And then lastly, there is generalized anorgasmia, where you're not able to achieve orgasm in any situation or with any partner. So why am I having a hard time orgasming? One of the most common reasons is medications. And I brought this up a little bit last week, but we're going to take a deeper look at that here today. One medication in particular is antidepressants, uh, specifically selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So some examples are citalopram, Lexapro, Prozac, Effexor, and that's just a couple. One third of people on these medications have an orgasmia. That is one of the most common side effects of antidepressants is the inability to orgasm. Are you taking an antidepressant and did your provider tell you that? More than likely, I'm going to be honest, probably not. 
I had to learn how to change my practice to make sure that I was educating people on that side effect. For some people, that is make or break. Um, it, it can totally affect their life if they're unable to orgasm. And there are other medications out there. So remember, if you're experiencing that, tell your provider so we can talk about alternative options. There are other medications that also affect um, your ability to orgasm. So blood pressure medication and histamines. Yes, that's allergy medications, seizure medications, and other mental health medications as well. There are different medical diagnoses that also affect your ability to orgasm. So one big example is diseases that affect your nerves like diabetes, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, um, history of nerve damage, history of spinal cord injury. So if you have decreased nerve sensation, you can see how that can make it hard to achieve orgasm. There are even hormone disorders such as hypothyroidism or low thyroid, low estrogen, even low testosterone and pregnancy that can all um, affect your ability to orgasm. Then um, another medical condition that can affect the ability to orgasm is um, hypertension or high blood pressure and that affects your blood flow which we're going to talk about a little bit more here some gynecological issues that could affect the ability to orgasm include prior pelvic surgeries vulval vaginal atrophy or dyspareunia which is painful intercourse um and, and it, you can imagine if you're having pain with intercourse it's going to be hard to enjoy it and lead to an orgasm Another factor is smoking. So yes, this is my plug. If you're a smoker, stop smoking. As you know, if you're a smoker, you know that smoking affects your arteries and veins and that can decrease blood flow to your genitals. So for that same reason, that's how uh, high blood pressure can affect your or your um, ability to orgasm as well. And then alcohol is another factor. We've heard about it with men. It also affects women the same way that it affects men. Some other factors also include aging. So as we age, there are normal changes in anatomy and hormones, um, specifically estrogen drops, and that can affect our ability to orgasm. Lastly, something to consider is genital mutilation can also affect orgasm. And we are going to have a whole nother podcast all about genital uh, mutilation um, some more information about that. I'm sure for many people, that's a topic that they may not have ever heard of. So we're going to cover that in great detail at a future point. Then outside of physical factors, there are some psychological factors that can impact your ability to orgasm. One is psychocultural factors, such as religious norms and gender role expectations. Another psychological factor is uh, dealing with mental health issues such as anxiety or depression. Something else that can affect your ability to orgasm is um, poor body image, or if you're not feeling very confident or sexy, that can affect your ability to orgasm. If you have a lot of stress and financial pre pressures, that can affect your ability to orgasm. And even if you experience embarrassment or guilt about enjoying sex, that can affect your ability to orgasm. Something else is past sexual and emotional abuse can also affect your ability to orgasm. 
And lastly, relationship issues can affect your ability to orgasm. So if you lack connection with your partner, unresolved conflicts, poor communication about sexual needs and preferences, infidelity, or lack of trust, and even intimate partner violence can all affect your ability to orgasm. So think about like when you're fighting with your partner, are you um, interested in having sex with them at that time? More than likely you're not. You're, uh, for some people they are, but more than likely you're, you're mad at them. Depending on what kind of fights you're having, you're very mad at them and you, you just are not interested in being intimate at that time. So as you can see, that is a long list of reasons why a woman may not be orgasming. Tons of things can be going on. And so with this podcast or like with this episode specifically, one of the biggest takeaways that I want you to get is that a woman can still enjoy sexual activity and find pleasure in sexual activity without orgasming or without um, the, uh, the inability to orgasm. So women can still enjoy it and not have an orgasm. Okay, there was a study done in 2017 with 52,588 people that looked at differences in orgasm frequency, and they found that only 65% of heterosexual women surveyed said they usually always orgasmed during sexual intercourse. So less than 100% of the 65% usually always orgasm with intercourse. Let that sink in. So, you know, last time I had said like a half to three-fourths don't, uh, don't orgasm with every encounter. And yeah, women are not orgasming all the time. And that is okay. You are normal. You're normal. And I think in, in society, we put a lot of focus on orgasming. And of course, that is our end goal. We want to orgasm. But the more pressure we put on orgasming, the more difficult it becomes to even orgasm. Okay. And, um, women can still enjoy it without an orgasm. Now I'm not saying go out here. Um, if there's men listening, I'm not saying go out here and not worry about helping your partner achieve an orgasm. Absolutely help them achieve an orgasm. However, don't be disappointed and and upset and feel like it's sometimes on you when she doesn't orgasm because it it can be difficult. Okay. And there's a lot of things that can affect them. And only 65% of women, heterosexual women, usually always orgasm with sexual intercourse. So um, y'all are not alone on that one. Now, what are some things that we can do if we are experiencing an orgasmia? So in our last episode, we had kind of talked about it's not a one-size-fit-all Um, there's a variety of combinations that can be helpful. It really just depends on what is going on with you. So one thing that you can try is doing Kegel exercises. Kegel exercises help lead to stronger orgasms uh, when you have a nice toned pelvic floor. So doing those Kegel exercises can strengthen your pelvic floor. That's one thing to try. You can do them while you're watching TV. You can do them with weighted balls. Basically, they are weights for your vagina. Another idea is direct masturbation with a hand or a vibrator. This can be very beneficial for women who have acquired anorgasmia who are not interested in touching their genitals. It can help increase sexual stimulation. And since some women need more, 
um, stimulation that is a great more stimulation to achieve orgasm that is something that is worth trying and masturbation helps you learn your body better too what kind of touches do you like Uh, it learns the more you learn about yourself the easier it is to coach a partner to help you another option is some type of therapy so you have couples therapy individual therapy or even sex therapy And um, I am working on something big with a sex therapist coming up here soon. So um, be on the lookout for that episode. But this can all help uh, improve emotional closeness with your partner. And in um, some types of therapy, there is also something called cognitive behavioral therapy that can be done. And that can help promote changing the attitude or views on sexual related thoughts So redirecting your thought um, for someone who has performance-related concerns, embarrassment, or guilt related to sexual function. So those are good options. Now, have you heard of the penis pump? I'm sure you've heard of the penis pump. But they also have something for the clitoris called Eros, E-R-O-S, clitoral therapy device. It is a vacuum device that can increase clitoral enlargement and improves the likelihood of orgasm. So that's something else that's out there that's worth a try. Now, lastly, one of my favorite recommendations, like I mentioned before, is the Pure Romance product Amper-O. So these are enhancement products that increase the blood flow to your clitoris. And you just use a pea-sized amount. You put it only on the clitoris. Trust me, do not get carried away, okay? Just a pea-sized amount. And it causes all that blood flow to rush your clitoris in creating arousal. So for a lot of my patients who have anorgasmia due to antidepressants, this seems to make a huge difference for them. And the difference between AMP and O, we can talk about um, more in private if you have some different questions, but those are definitely ones to take a look at. One is condom safe, one is oil-based, one is water-based. If you don't have a partner, don't worry, they're air-activated, so you just need a fan. Just saying. So those are some things to try if you are experiencing anorgasmia. And hopefully this helps you start that conversation about orgasms and difficulty achieving orgasms. And like always, if you have more personal questions, you can always reach out to me. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering the top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. Check out the link in the bio to shop with her today. On our next episode, we are talking all about libido or your sexual desire. You will not want to miss this one. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.